Hello. He was one of these guys that he knew everyone and everything. And if ever you wanted a little job doing, he'd do it for yeah, you. He'd do it for you. <laughs> do it cheap, innit? Whatever. <laughs> Cash. <laughs> yeah. So he'd come in and I'd be like, oh, hi, Mark. How's it going? And he's like, yeah, it's all right, love. How are you? And like, he'd talk he like this. Us, he did love yeah. us. Uh, but we were always a bit scared of him, weren't we, Brian? Because we knew, like, you know, he yeah. could have our cafe burnt down to the ground. <laughs> Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. Right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And we're husband and wife, and we talk about travel, family, food, making money online, and creating the ultimate independent lifestyle that we all crave. And I tell you what, we are pros. Yeah. How fast can we, you talk? Well, I can talk really fast yeah. when I have to. I didn't hear one gap in between those words. <laughs> so if you're a foreigner, as in Jory, Johnny Foreigner, as they used to call it years ago. I don't know, that's uh, probably not acceptable. I'm a foreigner. Welcome in this to the show. Welcome anyway. to the show. Yes, here we are. Look, talking. Talking about what we're going to be talking about today, Bri, is we've got a bare, a nece- bear. a bare necessity show for you today. How much did I you used to love that song? What the bare necessities? Yeah, yeah. So, how are you? How are you? Have you had a good week? Have you missed us? Because we've missed you, haven't we, Bri? Yes, yes. The only time we get to chat to each other is when we t- when we involve you in the conversation. Yeah. When we say, right, get the microphones out, let's have a chat. Let let us know if you want us to do. A chat, having an evening meal. Oh, don't be silly. Don't be silly. Well, that's the other time we get to no, talk. I know, but we're sloshed, <laughs> so we can't talk then, can we? Imagine that. It'd be awful. You have to try to do a podcast with your mouth full of food. So this week, we have got a great show for you, because let me tell you, Liz Miss Smarty Pants here, mm. wife of Brian, has been doing her research. And today, I thought it'd be a really fun thing, Brian, because I was yeah. walking down the beach this morning. We're bringing this podcast to you from New Zealand. We live in New Zealand. We're British. We emigrated to New Zealand 14 years ago. And yeah, we're bringing this podcast to you from New Zealand. And this morning, I was walking along the beach. And you know when you just feel that first sign of spring? Because obviously it's winter in New Zealand. Yeah. And I know it's only August and you're going to start questioning me and bringing me up and saying, oh, you're wrong, Liz, because spring isn't on the way yet. But I just got that feeling, you know, when you just yeah. get that smell in the air when yeah. you think, it's, oh, yeah. spring. It's a bit the other way around in the summer. You're in the summer and then you just get a waft of winter. Yeah, yeah. It's like because it's getting towards September if you're in the southern in the northern hemisphere. So yeah. I'm really sorry to you for those of you who are in the northern hemisphere, but make the most of it yes. because it's coming to an end. It's getting and darker for you is. now. Yes, yes. spring is now oh, on the way to the southern oh. hemisphere. <laughs> So Our evenings getting are getting lighter. Stuff, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I was just walking along and I thought, I wonder what, 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 what could we talk about on the podcast today? And I thought what would be really great to talk about? What sort of things happen um, in the spring? Like, you know, what, what do you celebrate in the thing? What do you associate yes, you with mean. spring? What would yeah. you say you associate spring with? Bluebells. Anything else? So flowers, I'll give you da- a clue. Daffodils, bluebells, okay, all yeah. that sort of, you know, blossom, cherry blossom, okay. all those sort of things. You're on the right way. Yeah, because fresh I, green, lime green grass and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Because I associate it with something that people tend to do in springtime. And I wonder if you can just guess what it is, because it does include flowers. So do you, what do you think people do? What do they tend to do around springtime, some, spring, summertime? Uh, get out in the garden. Mm-hmm. Well, you can do that in the garden. Yeah. yeah, what I'm thinking of, you can do it in the garden, and it includes flowers. Influ- includes flowers. Includes flowers. Yeah. Includes yes. flowers. So, anything else, Bry, that you think? Um, you should brain. You should thinking brain. What's your thinking cap on? What? 
That's going to be difficult. Can I get ChatGPT4 to answer the question? What do people do in the spring slash summer that involves the garden, outside and flowers? Um, I don't know. Plant plant flowers for oh, the you're summer. You're useless. You're useless. Yeah, they I get am. married, Brian. They no, get they married. Don't. Yes, they do. They get married all year. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Why? We got married in the bleak midwinter. Well, it doesn't count, does it? But I'm just talking about normal people, not us. Yeah. Like normal people. They what, see... traditional folk. Exactly. Traditional yes. folk see spring and summer as a time to unite and come together and show their love for each other and get married. All right. So what I thought today would be a really great thing to talk about. We, we had to get married when the business closed well, for, exactly. for, our, for our Christmas break. Cheap. Yeah. It's cheaper there in January. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be getting married in the summer. <laughs> when can we get married? Only when we close the business. We are going to talk to you about mine and Brian's wedding because I don't think we've ed- well, I don't think we've ever talked about our wedding on this podcast. So I thought that'll give you a nice treat. a good idea, really, Liz. Yeah, it would yeah. be, us being married and everything. Yeah. But what I did is because I thought, oh, yeah, I, want- I don't know. I just got the feeling of love in the air and I thought, let's talk marriage and let's talk about things. And luckily... What I- day is it today? Why? I'll just write this down in the in the uh, in the calendar. What? You were happy. <laughs> she was happy and thought of goodness, love. What did I do right this morning <laughs> when I got out of bed? <laughs> uh, no, but I just thought I'll just do a little bit of research. You know, bring people some good stuff this week because I know yeah. that often we just ramble and just talk complete rubbish. But so that's I, what everybody does. Don't so they, really? I thought this week I'll be structured. So I looked on the internet, yeah. and I actually typed in you know, famous weddings. But while I was on the internet, you know, when you're on the internet and like um, things flash up on, the, on yeah. what they're called? Ooh, ads. Your little fingers are going up and down. Yeah, like ads. you're scrolling on a phone. An ad flashed up, right? Yep. And what it was, was an ad for this website, weird things that have happened today. I think it was like weird and wonderful things that have happened today in the world. Right. So I click on it, obviously, because, I, you know, it was clickbait and I was tempted. And so I cl- clicked on it. <laughs> it got you. And I've got a little story I want to share with you, Brian. And it involves a wedding. So before we go on and yeah. tell people about our wedding, yeah. I want to tell you about this wedding right. that happened in Boulder, Colorado. All right. So listen to this story, Brian. In the winter? So this takes place. Yeah, no, actually, it's in the Northern Hemisphere. So it's, it's hang on, let me just open Oh, is my it phone. just recently? Yeah, this but, happened like literally two days ago. All right, so they get married in the summer then, eh? Oh, Brian, what's my, what's my code on my phone to open it? I can't open it. <laughs> it says everybody, Liz. It's normally your birthday or Brian, whatever. I can't open my phone. <laughs> hang on, I'll do face ID. Right, okay. So this is the article that came up. Ready? Right. So this happened on August the 8th. A Colorado's couple's wedding started with monsoon rains and ended with an invited guest raiding the dessert table. So what happened was this couple, they set out to get married. They think it's a beautiful day in August. They live in Colorado. Yeah. Everyone knows it's lovely there. What is Colorado? In Boulder. In Boulder. Yeah. Is it? Is it, the way around? Is it Boulder, Colorado? Everyone knows that Boulder, Colorado... Yeah. We're hopeless with our states, aren't we? ...is beautiful, Brian. Well, I happen to know that that is a very, very right. beautiful place. Okay. So this couple, they're called um, Kaylin and Brandon, and they get married and they invite all their guests over and everything is beautiful. And you know what it's like? They've got all these tables outside and a big fancy wedding. They've been planning it for years. And it says... Their country, their county wed, their Boulder County wedding, which took an unplanned turn when monsoon rains began to fall right before they exchanged vows. So here they are; they're yep. just about to exchange vows. Everyone's outside. She's looking beautiful. Every all the pictures are lovely, and the sky's open. Yep. 
Well, that would be horrible, wouldn't it? Imagine well, that. Are they not in a church or they're not in somewhere? They're no, just, they're outside in the garden oh, just giving their vows. There's no buildings in the... In but listen to what they say. Right. So it says, so by the time it started pouring rain on us in the middle of the ceremony, us and all our guests were soaking wet. Right. Do you know what he says then? Go on. But it was awesome. Oh, right. It was totally awesome. awesome. Yeah. The next surprise came during the reception. When there they are at the reception with all their guests, they've paid all this money. I'm going to talk to you later about how much weddings cost. Yeah. There they are paying all this money for this guest. Yeah. They look over to the dessert table. I'm yeah. paraphrasing here. This isn't what's written right, right. in the article. I'm just okay. telling you my own story. Yeah. They look over to the dessert table with all these beautiful desserts on that they've paid caterers not to anymore. make. Guess what? what? It's not too often to go into your dessert table and see a bear crashing it and eating every single thing on the table. It's probably just a guy in a bear suit. <laughs> but, so that's what happened. So there wow. they are. Not only have they planned this perfect wedding in Boulder, Colorado, where yeah. everyone knows that Boulder, Colorado is really beautiful. Yeah. I'm thinking pine trees. I'm thinking, I don't know, I'm just thinking lovely light, you know, just in the mountains, yes. maybe somewhere. Yeah. Get your Lansy lens out. Yeah, they've invited all these people. There they are. They're saying their vows, paws down, monsoon, yeah. drenched, wet, Still happy, yep. still go on with the wedding. We can they carry on. Yeah, yep. they just say, you know, this, we're not going to let this put us off. Wet wedding dress competition. Yeah, it yeah, exactly. <laughs> sweat t-shirt. It then goes on into the afternoon yep. when it's time to give their guests some food. There's the dessert table. No longer. And a big black bear sitting on top of it, just scoffing its face with all the desserts. <laughs> can you believe that, Brian? No, I but can't. But what I can't believe... But- is they said the guy said oh no it was the lady she said life doesn't always go to plan but it's how you get through it together she said it ended up being the perfect Colorado wedding oh well that's that lovely it's great that it happened like that you know but I just think that wouldn't you just look at the weather forecast and think oh look the rain radar is going to show that it's going to rain it right on the wedding so wouldn't you do something about well, well, that okay oh, hang on here miss but <laughs> no hang on so i'm mad you know how long it takes to plan a wedding yes it takes absolutely months if not years some people take years to plan their wedding yeah so if you've planned it say on the 6th of august like they did yeah and you've invited all these guests you know you've booked the reception you've got the hopefully it's going to be nice made. weather in the middle of summer exactly yeah. you don't plan on it being a monsoon do you bry no and you certainly don't plan on a bear, crashing your wedding and eating your bloody chocolate cake that's been on the dessert table. Imagine that. I know. Can you remember when we used to live in Canada and we used to have to go down to the, they used to call it the compactor. And we, you know, coming from England, we used to get, um, you know, the the people would come and collect the bins, wouldn't they? But in Canada, you had to take it to the compactor. And we were like, what is the compactor? And you get all your bin bags, you throw it in, then press the button. Oh, I love that noise. I loved it. Yeah, and it would like squash it all up and that that, that would be it, wouldn't it? There goes your rubbish. (laughs) But you had to be careful because there were bears. Yeah. You know, and it was like middle of winter, but because there was food out for them, they were coming out of almost hibernation and walking around the compactors and things. But what would you do, Bri, if you were just in your garden with all your guests around? Because you can't exactly freak out because you've got to look cool, haven't you? You can't be, you know... You're under you're under pressure because also it's your wedding day. You're supposed to be happy with the one you love. Yeah. You'd have to kind of try and make it into a, oh my god, look, look there's the, a yeah. bear on our yeah. table eating all our food. Look that yeah. we've paid for. What, wonder what happened to the bear. What would you do though? Would I you just know. like go? Go on, shoot, shoot. <laughs> We'd have to, wouldn't you? Did someone <laughs> get the? No, no, in America they got the Colt forty five and shot oh, it in the air. No, they wouldn't no, do not that. The, no, as in shot the, you know, just just to frighten it away. 
Oh, I wonder, I if, I wonder if anyone that, did that. Because I wonder what, what happened went, to that bear. Yeah, because what if it went psycho and then turned yeah. on you and just started running, come, come in for, ripping for the, the dress off the bride? Yeah. <laughs> come in for the proper food, not just the, <laughs> not just the dessert. <laughs> so we thought it would be a good would idea. Make the cake? <laughs> when I heard that story, I, I, I love that story because yeah. one, I can't imagine what those guests, I would love that. I would love it if I was a guest at that party yeah. because I'd be thinking, oh, please freak out. Please lose it. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I would. You'd be like, if you didn't really like the couple, you'd be rubbing no, your hands, wouldn't you? Thinking, that. Ooh. I just mean, I'd be interested to see what the couple did. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, as always, they're being positive and yeah. they're seeing the awesome side of it. Yeah. And they think it's fantastic. And that's great because I always like positivity and stuff. Yeah. But. But isn't it funny, the difference between getting married in the UK and getting married in America? Well, you know, like you see, even like Meet the Fockers and stuff like that, all the weddings were outside, weren't they? Like, you know? Well, yeah. Or, or, or every sort of show that you see, they always seem to have a little outside wedding. Yeah. And most people do have an outside wedding. It's only because it we got married the, in January. It was against the law in the UK at one time. Why? But not that long ago. Because you like in, in New Zealand, you can get kind of married everywhere. You just need someone like a, I can't remember what it is, like a justice of the peace or something like that, mm. who can do the vows and the wedding vows and stuff like that. Where in the UK, it had to be a registered person in a re, like a registry office or... Uh, a church. Oh, right. Okay. And they did change the rules where then you could get married. Remember, they used to get married in that Atlantic Hotel there, that little archway. Do you thing. know what I think it would be really cool, by? What? Is if you got married in Vegas. And I'm not talking like, I know your brother got married in yeah. Vegas. Did he? Or did he just yeah, have the no, reception? He did. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be so cool because you could just say, you know, I don't know, we got married in Vegas. That just sounds so. Yeah. It just sounds so By American. Elvis. Yeah. It just sounds so good, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. It does, but it's the. Um, I remember when we were on honeymoon in Jamaica and people were getting married on that little pier, weren't they? Mm. But it seemed like very lonely because they were, they were like, they were, they, were, they were there in Jamaica and they got married and, you know, they had the lovely wedding dress and, and the suit and everything, but they were just on their own. Well, so talking about maybe that lonely. happens in Vegas as yeah, well. Yeah, talking about lonely. Let's talk about our little lonely wedding because yeah, it was we, quite lonely. We, we did only have 12 guests and we want to talk to you about why we did that. But before we jump we just in, tight us, before we jump in and tell you all about our wedding, because I know you're dying to know. Yeah. I just want to stay on the bear theme and talk to you about the bear that we hired to show up for our wedding. I don't know what you're talking about now. Oh, I, didn't, I know what you mean now. <laughs> let me explain. So, I'll, let me just take you back. I want to go back to, when did we get married? 1999, was it? Or 2000? When oh, was it, Brian? Do you know? Tell me. Well, it was 2000. I've got a hormone brain, haven't I? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what we always said. You always know how many years you've been married because yeah. of what the year is in the 2000s. Okay. So we got married on the 8th of January. When? 2000. 2000, right. So let me take you back to the, the new millennium, the new era. <laughs> let me era. take you back to January 2000. <laughs> Liz so, forgot our um, anniversary once. We had a cafe. We've told you about that cafe before. We were living in Bath in England. We didn't have any kids. And we had this cafe that we turned from a greasy spoon into, I am not joking, that cafe. A big was, greasy spoon. It was divine. Yeah. It was so popular. We got. It was just so friendly. You've just got we to imagine We used to make the this. best sandwiches in Bath at it, the time. We did. We it did. And it was bath. such a good time. It was hard work. We worked yeah. six days a week, 10 hours a day. But we were just, it was just such a popular place. We it just was. used to have queues out the door. And what we, what we, um, I suppose this is, uh, this, this theme has continued on because what we uh, prided ourselves, what's the word? Prouded ourselves on. Prouded ourselves. What we prouded ourselves on what we pr was the fact that we kept everything just really local and real and down to earth and just yep. 
good value. Sold and the best ham there, Ailis. We did, Brian. We just sold the best <laughs> ham. And no, we, we knew everyone. Well, I did. I knew everyone's name. Every single person that came in, yeah, I knew their name. You were name. brilliant at faces. You, we could go out to the shops, like go and get your, your evening meal or whatever it was from the supermarket. And Liz would recognise all the I, customers. I did. Because and I'd they be were, like, who's that? Yeah, they were important to yeah, me. They were, they but were, yeah, but you've always had one of those things for face, facial recognition. Yeah. And I've always had a thing where yeah. I think everyone deserves to be recognised. You know, it's just yeah. every, or that's all anyone wants is just to be just to be known, just, just yeah. recognize and I, and just be, I think, yeah, anyway, that's a whole different thing. But I, we, 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 we prided ourselves on the, what's the word? Is it prided? I would say. We, yeah. we prided ourselves. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> if you know the right word, email me. Liz, it is a drama. Okay. So we, we, Prided. <laughs> we prouded, prided, prouded ourselves. What is the word? We, I don't know. Yeah, you've got me because I'm thinking it is prided. There's nothing wrong with it. We we okay. we, we were proud so that we did this. So yes. we, yeah, we prided we ourselves, on, ourselves doing, on being local, the best. This and yes. we knew all our customers, and everyone was treated equal. And you just got brilliant sandwiches, and we just gave you brilliant value. Lots of smiles, lots of conversation. Anyway, one of our customers was a guy. Shall I say his name? No, I better not say his name. Just call him Mark. Let's just call him Mark then. For the that was his real name, but we, we we won't say what his surname was. You are rubbish. Why? I have just said to you, shall I say his name? And you're like, no, let's just call him Mark. And that's his name. Yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but there was hundred, every, there's millions of Why people called Mark. Why didn't you just Mark? say something like Dan or Dick or John or someone? All Why right. did you actually? Let's call him Dicky. Hey, Dicky. All right. Okay. Let's just say his name was Mark. It was, but let's pretend it yeah. wasn't and let's pretend it is. Okay. So here we go. Yeah. So we've got this guy that comes in and, you know, he's an ex-con. He's been in prison. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that, but we well, figured it out. We figured it out. He yeah. used to come in and he was, he was the loveliest guy. He was about six foot two. He was built like a Brick shit ass, basically. He was, he was a rugby player. He That's was a what rugby you can, player. Yeah, ex-rugby yeah. player. He really and was he a big boy. he talked like this. He had, the most, he had yeah. the most broad Devonshire accent that you could ever imagine. Yeah. And he'd come in and he'd tell us all stories about when he was inside. <laughs> that sounds more Cornish. <laughs> yeah. It's not Devon. It's more, more you do it then. Go on, you do Bristol. it. Go on, you talk, do it. Talk, talk, talk. <laughs> Talk a bit more like that, don't he? Oh, yeah, that's it. He's a bit like a doozer. And, yeah, and, that's it, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to tell you when I've been in prison. Is that how he talks then? <laughs> sure, you sound more like sure now. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in prison, yeah. I never, I had such a good time when I was in prison. <laughs> it was great. Anyway, he had this really strong accent and he would come in, he had a skinhead. He was just like a big, soft giant. He was a big, soft giant, but he was he was quite angry. He was that, a bruiser. Yeah, because remember when um, remember when his because he had a lovely car. That's why we, that's what we we're talking yeah. about. And and he never used to put. Well, he was dodgy. He never used to put money on, on in the meter or anything like that. And then when the traffic warden came out, he'd almost like go and just scream just at them, them, like you know, yeah, but grab hold of them. They used to hide in the doorways, the traffic wardens, and he'd be constantly looking out because he knew he hadn't put any money on it. And he'd see him go over because they'd already written the ticket out and he'd run out like, you know, and then jump in the car and drive off yeah. before they had a chance to put he it in. He was a thug, yeah. but he was a lovely thug. Yeah. And he bought lots of nice sandwiches off us from yeah. our cafe. You um, could have got anything from Mark. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. one of these guys. I'll tell you what. Yeah, he was a builder. Yeah. Well, he was everything. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He was one of these guys... Been there, done that, done yeah. everything. But he, he, Tried he, everything, I have. Yeah, he never used to build new houses, <laughs> but he'd do extensions. 
he was one of these guys that he knew everyone and everything. And if ever you wanted a little job doing, he'd do it for yeah, you. He'd do it for you. <laughs> do it cheap. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Cash. <laughs> yeah. So he'd come in and I'd be like, oh, hi, Mark. How's it going? And he's like, yeah, it's all right, love. How are you? And like, he talked he like this. Us, he did love yeah. us. Uh, but we were always a bit scared of him, weren't we, Brian? Because we knew like, you know, he yeah. could have our cafe burned down to the ground. <laughs> We always check what's in there, make sure he never left yeah, anything no, in there. he would never do that to us. No. But anyway, he was a regular customer and he'd come in and he'd stand there and he'd chat, like Bryce said, chat at the end of the counter, he'd have his bacon sandwich and, uh, you know, his cup of tea. And he just, we just loved him and he loved us, thank yep. God. Uh, <laughs> that's why we're still here. Anyway, one day we get chatting to him. We say, oh, we're, we're, um, we're going to get married next year, Mark. Or, you know, we got married in January. I think this was in about the August. Yeah. We said, oh, we're going to get married next year, Mark. He said, yeah. Got a driver. We, oh, we have went, now. We were. <laughs> <laughs> and we went, what? No, no other choice. I was going <laughs> to yeah. use that proper company with that old car. He said, as a gift to you, I'd like to be your driver for your wedding day. And it was horrible, wasn't yeah. it, Brian? Because we couldn't say no. It only cost you £280. No, he did it for nothing. Did he? Yes. Shit. He said, as a gift did, to he? you, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So we couldn't go around and say no. No. Because it was like... Yeah, but he turned oh, up, though, Liz. Well, I know. We're going to talk about internet. Just hold your horses a little <laughs> okay. bit there, Brian. Hold your horses. Yeah. So what it was is he said, like, I do it properly. I do it all. I do it all proper. Everything will be proper job. Let's <laughs> come out Corey's Brian, proper this job. this is how he talks. Okay. And we said, oh, oh, have you got a car, Mark? And he said, oh, yeah, I've got a beautiful car. <laughs> Cornish has beautiful. <laughs> you say it then. God, you say I it. can't think about what it's like, but anyway. He said, I've got a beautiful car. He said, and I tell you what, he said, I'll, I'll make sure that you have the best wedding day that you've ever had in your life. Yeah. A blue, a blue Mercedes it was. Yeah, and you knew yeah. that he had this really nice car. It was a nice car for the time, yeah, it, it was. It was a beautiful car. Yeah. And I went home with Brian that night and I said, I said, well, oh God, what now? What are we going to do? Yeah, you can't say no. We can't say no because he'll have us done over. Yeah. Plus we like him. Yeah. But this was our special day. Yeah. And what it is with our wedding, we designed this, not designed, we had planned a very, very small, intimate wedding. Yeah. Just so immediate family members, wasn't it? At our wedding, we only had 12 guests. And our reasoning behind that was, you know, you go to these big weddings and- you know, each to their own, whatever you want to do. But we decided that rather than when you go to these big weddings and you have to pay for the bar and you never get to see the bride and groom because they're off talking to your third cousin, you know, next door neighbour. Yeah. You never get to see them. You never get to see it. Let's sit at the top table. We like to say this is our excuse, but actually the truth is we didn't have any friends. No. So we just said, let's just invite the people that like us, <laughs> which is 12 family members. And not only that. No kids. Yeah. See, that, that was the other thing. I know. Yeah, we hated kids back then, didn't we? We did. We did. We yeah. couldn't stand them. Yeah. And we said, no, 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 no. No kids at our wedding. Well, yeah. That was a bit, a bit harsh, wasn't it? But no, then, it wasn't. I don't because, it. you know what? It's a pain in the ass when the kids are there. They're all running around like yeah, idiots. True, you true. know, just ban kids from all weddings. So End what we story. said, we were like, we were. you just got to think, we were quite yuppie <laughs> back then, weren't we, Bri? We were quite yuppie. And we said, yeah. no, 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 no children. And we're only having 12 guests. So we invited 12 guests and we made sure what our aim was for these 12 guests yeah. was to have the best time of their life at our wedding. Yeah. And we just supplied everything. We said, you've, we, I think we allowed two bottles of champagne per person. We yeah. did all the catering. We, we put them up in this beautiful uh, historic house in the centre of Bath that we were staying in too. So we, we yeah, hired it, it, this 15 
uh, a seven-bedroomed house, didn't we? It was a, it was a full, you know, it was three a three-story, four-story house, um, and it was I can't remember the name of the company, the like uh, English Heritage or something. They it was used brilliant. You, you could just you know you could rent it. You weren't supposed to hold functions there or anything like that. No, or we parties. just did, didn't we? But we did. Yeah, we, we just didn't had tell our them. wedding reception because we just we had we we hired caterers, didn't we, and everything else. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the company, but like you say, you could hire you can hire things like castles, you can hire lighthouses, you can hire, and this was. Bang set in the middle of Bath in this cobblestone little square with beautiful trees yeah, in the centre. It was divine. It was Georgian. Yeah. Five floors, something like that, wasn't it? With yeah. a big bed, uh, all beautiful bedrooms furnished. Exactly like it was back oh, in the it day. Was it was just, uh, English, it was all painted eggshell blue. Heritage. And I can't gold. remember the name of that company. But um, anyway, we hired this house and we invited our 12 guests to come and stay with us for the night. And we just had a big party. We had, mm-hmm. get, you know, uh, caterers and like I say, champagne. So that's just to give you the tone of the wedding. So this is this is what we wanted. It was going to be posh. Yes. It was going to be good. Yeah. But here we have Mark the thug, the ex, <laughs> the ex-con, telling us that he wanted to be the driver that drove the bride and groom to the church. No, the, bri- the bride and your, your um, who, Yeah, your and you on the way home. In, yeah, he went away from the church. Yeah. Do all the driver yep. job. Yes. So I got, went home to Brian that night and I remember saying to you, oh, and not only that, he was taking us him. to the hotel at night, wasn't he? Yeah, he, drove us, he drove us to London the next yep. day. And no, that night. That night, that's yep. right. But he promised us, he said, and you can't say, can you? Well, hang on a minute, are you going to polish your act up a little bit because, yeah. you know, I don't want you on the photos looking like... A- don't want you wearing your rugby shirt. <laughs> and don't come in your prison outfits. <laughs> <laughs> stripey one. Is that, is that rugby shirt or, is, or are those arrows on your shirt, mate? So, yeah. He, and as the time was going on and as it was coming closer to the wedding, he'd keep coming in, wouldn't he, Brian? Yeah. And he'd say, not long now, not long now. Don't, you can rely on me. You can rely on me and all stuff like this, wasn't he? Yeah. And I must admit, right up until the day he pulled up outside, because I went and hired, I went and stayed in a beautiful hotel. In the Crescent. In the Crescent in Bath. Now, if you don't know what the Crescent is, the Royal Crescent in Bath. Do you remember, have you ever, if you've ever watched the film Oliver, and I don't know if this is if this is where it was actually filmed, but I think it, it was. It, 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 no, they used to, the the tourists used to say that. Well, I think it was. I think oh, you're right. right. I don't okay. think you know what you're talking about. But yeah. you know, when in the scene where she hangs out the window and she's like, "Who will buy my wonderful?" and you see all like the yeah. horse and trap coming up and down the crescent, and it's like this big crescent of houses yeah. overlooking the royal city of Bath. Well, that is the royal crescent. And bang slap in the middle of the Royal Crescent. It's the Royal Crescent Hotel. It's the Royal Crescent Hotel. Yeah. And, and I stayed there on my night and the night of my, you know, the night before my wedding. Yeah, because I wasn't allowed to see it. No. And I stayed there with my mum and her. my sister. Yeah. And it was just glorious. And I've got such beautiful photos of me outside on the Crescent in my dress. And it was just beautiful. But Mark said, I'll come and pick you up. I'll come and pick you up outside the Crescent. <laughs> In his T-shirt. And right up until right, yeah. that morning, literally, I was on pins. I just yeah. thought, what is it? Out- what's going what's what's to turn gonna out? What's going to happen? Yeah. Now then, yeah. here's what happened. He pulls up in this blue Mercedes. It was beautiful, wasn't it, yeah. Bry? He had those ribbons. He tied ribbon. Oh, no, he, he tied he ribbons. It, mate, it just looked brilliant, didn't it? It did. Gold ribbons from the front of the thing on the front of the car. To the Mercedes badge. To the Mercedes yeah. badge. And it just, it. he steps out the car. And honestly, I, I, had to, I had to look twice, Bri, 
Because there he was, he stepped out of the car, he held open the door for me. Yeah. You know, when they do the door and they and they stand to the side. He was dressed in a dark navy blue suit. A proper chauffeur's suit. A chauffeur's suit. Yeah, with a hat. With a hat yeah. and not a crease on that suit, yeah. right? And those shoes, I looked down, those shoes were polished. You could it's see like your class. face in those shoes. Mm. He looked amazing, didn't he? He looked flipping brilliant. He looked like your ultimate bodyguard. He did. He, he did. did, though, didn't he? It's and like... do you know what? When I walked past him, I said, hi, Mark. And he said, you look beautiful. Oh, I'm going to cry. Yeah. He said, oh. you look beautiful. And he oh. opened the door and I got in and sat in the back of the car. It was so lovely. Oh, he was. He, he was such, oh. he was a gentleman was. and a scholar that day. He really, really was. Because he just, even when you'd say, hey, Mark, how are you doing? He would just be like, okay, sir. Yeah. And he called us sir and madam did. and stuff like that right through the whole thing he and kept did. it super professional because everyone was around. He was, he was outstanding. So that's, yeah. And that's my yeah. best story. And I remember just driving along with him and he was just so upright and so I just felt like he was looking after us. He was he, and that's what he did and even when because um, we left we left the the wedding breakfast around about eight nine, probably ten o'clock at night yeah and he drove us all the way to London which was about two and a half hour drive to London and uh, to this country um, hotel that we stayed in yeah and he got out and he wouldn't let me lift the bags in no. and he brought all the bags in. And then he, and he was talking to the receptionist girl who was on, because it was about two o'clock in the morning, wasn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. you know, Cause it was like a five-star hotel and whatever. A gorgeous house that was as well. And it was all gorgeous. He, he just said to them, um, any chance of a cup of tea, love? Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, yeah. And he, and, he, and I said, do you want to stay with you? And he was like, no, no, you get yourself to bed, mate. And yeah. um, I'm going to have a cup of tea here with the, uh, the lovely receptionist. If you want to see a picture of Mark and us at our wedding, why don't you email me at yeah. liz at itsadrama.com? Well, well, they, well, I've got a picture got in a my picture wedding album oh, and right. it's a picture of Mark standing there in his suit. Yeah. And he is, he's looking, uh, it, we're having confetti thrown up. I think that was in the little in the streets. Background. Yeah, because yeah, we, got, got, we got married in the the ancient church of Because now I feel like I want to show people. It's just like, just like, I, I hope I've just, <clears> we've <throat> described it enough, but yeah. Yeah. I, it's making me cry because it was just it was it was one of those perfect examples of someone just like coming really good for you and just mm -hmm. you know like I keep saying about not judging someone and obviously we were judging him because it was like we're having a bit of a laugh here and like you know what's he going to turn up like but he was just such a gentle giant that day he was yeah. and he made my day feels so flipping special just the way he was so professional and, yeah. and do you know that was the other thing he did he got champagne in the back of the yes, car yes he did didn't he yeah so and when he, we came out yeah. the church he had a, we had a glass of champagne a little yeah. half bottle of um, champagne in the back oh, of the car right. yeah a little bottle of Marie Chandon so yeah. if you're listening Mark your name is Mark yes. <laughs> if you're listening I won't say your surname because you know but you flipping you you did you made our day absolutely yeah. gorgeous so yeah. that was my story of a bear at our wedding, a oh, big yeah, bear yeah. at our wedding. He was wedding. a great guy. I like yeah. Mark. Yeah. Okay, so moving on and talking, keeping on the wedding theme, because I know you were yeah. talking about this the other day. You were saying about, oh, God, I hope Tessa never gets married and expects us to fork out oh, the well, bill for the be, wedding. Don't worry. Yeah. I know, but the thing is, Bri, it is known that the bride's dad yeah. pays. I mean, mine didn't. But the yeah. bride's dad pays for the wedding. Yeah, unlucky Cliff. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, you know what I mean. <laughs> so what I was thinking, Bri, is have you any idea? Just so you know, you better start saving now. I mean, you, right. know, you can send your donations in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you any idea how much a typical New Zealand wedding would cost? 
Well, in New Zealand, it would just be um, sausage sizzle, and you know, down the local um, the local the local bar. Wouldn't actually. How much? So, well, I don't understand why people spend so much money on weddings because it's for one day. Are you kidding? What's the point? When you just talked about how much we've spent well, on our we wedding, we didn't spend that much. Of course, we did. Did we? Yes. We just all it was with us is we spent a lot of money, but we gave it to very small people. Yeah, but what I'm so saying it is was like, like, yeah, but condensed. It, it was. Yeah, I suppose it was condensed. But I, I look at it. I think our catering bill was three hundred. It was about three and a half, maybe four grand for the catering for the one day. Yeah, um, and the place. Was cheap. What was cheapest chips? It the was, place it, it was five hundred pound a night. Was it? And we, we, and we had it for two nights. Two nights. Yeah, yeah, so a thousand pound. So yeah, it probably cost us no more than ten, eight thousand pounds, something like that for our wedding. I think it was six thousand pound. No, it wasn't six. You're going down now. I'm not I, talking about your dress. dress and everything. My dress was yeah. two thousand pound. It was three actually. My suit was the same. So my mum paid for my yeah. dress. Thank you, mum. Thank you yeah. so much. I had to pay for my own suit. Um, anyway, so you're you're going off topic. How yep. much do you how much do you reckon you're going to have to save up to pay for Tessa's New Zealand wedding? Well, what is the average cost in, of a guest in New Zealand? Oh, a, a, a guest. No, what's the average cost of a New Zealand wedding? Uh, oh. I'm just talking. Okay, let me make it easier for you. I am just talking. So you had fifty people, something 50 like that. Fifty people. Good, yeah. Good choice. Good. 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 Great. Good guessing. Yeah. Fifty people. Okay, we're going to get married in. Let's just say this. We can get married on the beach, yeah. you know, get someone, pay someone, I don't know who you pay, but pay someone to come and do the vow thing, you know, marry you. Yeah, yeah. And then we're going to go back. We've hired a marquee. Um, we've got some catering. Yeah. We've got 50 guests so you, coming. So you go into the local vineyard, say, oh, Kota wherever, Kota, yeah, like wherever that, you on, want on to go. On the cliff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where, where, how much I would you say it probably cost you about $40,000. Yeah, not, 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 not bad. Yeah. 35000 is the average, 35000 New Zealand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing is, which would be about twenty thousand US, wouldn't it? The only thing is, Bry, yeah, thirty-five thousand is about fifteen, seventeen thousand pound. Yeah, and, and about twenty thousand, uh, just over twenty thousand US. US. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's cheap, really, when you look at it like that. I suppose. Well, yeah. The only thing is, what? Well, I just got the breakdown of this. I'm not going to read it all out here, but I got the yeah. breakdown, like what is the typical cost of a wedding? And it broke it down, like, you know, you're going to pay $2,000 for your DJ. You're going to pay $800 Ooh, for I your... I could have do the DJ for 2000 I, I thought that. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Get Cliff, you on down there, Brian. If you're on a DJ, mate. <laughs> $800 for the photography. Um, so how much do you think they've allowed? This is... I, I can't get my head around this. For 50 guests, don't look. Oh, for 50 I can't read your writing anyway. For 50 guests, yeah. how much do you think they've allowed for the catering? For 50 guests. 50 guests. Um, you, well, it would be, it'd be about... This is just food, two, not, 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 not drink. Not, not drink. So that would be $150 a guest. No, no, $100 a guest. Because no. you've got to have waiters and everything, haven't Guess you? Guess what? What? $400. A guest? No. What? Have I got that right? What, $400 for 50? for 50 guests? No, that'd be 4000 surely. Do you reckon? For 50, yeah, because it'd be about $100 a head would give you a decent meal, you know, because obviously it's the, the, you've got to include waiting on staff and stuff like that, unless it's a buffet. Okay, so here it is, look. This is the, this is the, this is the thing for $15,000. No. Yeah, $30,000. Yeah. Catering. Oh, no, sorry, no. It says catering $4,000 for the yeah. food. Yeah, which is about $90 guests. a head, isn't it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Is that what that. it works out to? Well, roughly, yeah. I think that's just me just guessing. $4,000 divided by 50. How much yeah. do you think that is, Bri? I'd say it's about 90, something like that. 
$80 a person. Right, $80 a person. Then. That's quite generous. Yeah. I was thinking it wasn't very generous, but that is quite generous, isn't it? It is. But the, it's normally, you know, a, uh, a, uh, yeah, a four-course meal, isn't it, with, mm. with, with a wedding? Mm. You know, because, you, you, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. What's the best wedding you've ever been to? Uh, I have to admit, ours. You're not allowed to say your own, are oh. you, you pompous old sod? Well, there you go. Mine, my own. Because it was just easy. My you, own. You got to, you, 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 well, the thing I liked about it is like you got to spend time with everybody, the 12 people that were I there. I know. Which I know if you want to, if you've got lots of friends and this, that and the other, but we haven't got many friends, though, so because we always move around, don't we? Do you know what? Do you know what, what my favourite wedding was of all time? And you're going to be, I hope she's going to be listening to this. The first wedding I ever went to yeah. was my Auntie Marie's wedding. Oh, right. She married Roy, my Uncle Roy. Yeah, it was in black and white back then, wasn't it? And I just remember I was about, I must have been about five or six years old, and I was her bridesmaid. Oh, right. And I was given this long blue satin dress and this little headband. I've got pictures, and it's just... Oh, I remember just feeling. I don't remember the wedding. I yeah. don't remember going down the aisle. I don't remember any of it. All I remember is standing in the garden with this blue satin dress yeah. on. And it was just like, oh, I loved it. I just, I've never been a bridesmaid or anything else ever again at a wedding. That's yeah. the only wedding I've ever been like, you know, a special yeah. guest at. But it was just absolutely gorgeous. And while we're on that as well, I've, I, a couple of weeks ago, I called out Marie. I said, oh, Marie, you're listening to this podcast. She lives in England yeah. and she listens to the podcast with her granddaughter. And Ava, I called her Ava and her name's Tush. Her name's, oh. the, the little girl is called Sorry, Tush. Sorry, Tush. Yeah. And what I wanted to tell you, Tush, this is a little story for you to tell you so you don't feel like I'm, I'm targeting you and getting it all wrong. Yeah. This is how rubbish I am with names. And this is why you're going to forgive Better me Better with now. faces than names. This is why you're going to forgive me. Yeah, but this is, I just thought I'd quickly share this story. And this is also to do with bear country because this is going back to Whistler in Canada. Yeah. Once upon a time, me and Brian were chalet hosts in Whistler in Canada. We, we ran a chalet, a very posh chalet, and we did lots of cooking for people who came yeah, over on, on ski holidays. And we were in charge of 12 people who came over every week from England. They were so spending, number 12 comes up again. They were spending lots of money. And yeah, they were spending lots of money. And it was our job to cook for them in the chalet, this big fancy chalet in Whistler in Canada, and host them and just look after them. And one, one day we got a guest and he was there for three weeks, which was quite unusual because normally they would come for a week and then they would go again. And this guy's name was, it wasn't Eric, but what was it? What was his name, Brian? <laughs> Did you know it was someone like Paul? I right. can't really this remember. This guy's name was Paul. And he came and he said, hello, my name's Paul. Now, for some reason, Tush. He didn't say I got it. He it had a brummy accent. I got it in my head that his name was Eric. So whenever yeah. I called them for dinner or poured his wine or asked him how his day had been, I would say, more wine, Eric. And he'd look at me and Brian would say, Liz, his name's not Eric, it's Paul. Yeah. Anyway, I just... The, the weeks went by and every, every night would be the same. We'd sit down, I'd say, would you like some potatoes, Eric? And he would say nothing. And I could see him bristling, Brian, couldn't yeah. I? I could see him bristling. And then just about two days before he was due to fly back to England and leave us forever, so he had nothing to lose. I just remember we were all stood around the table, we were drinking wine and I had the wine in my hand. I said, top up, Eric. And he slammed his wine glass down on the table and he said, Fuck crying out loud. Me name's not Eric. It's Paul. It's not Eric. It's Paul. 
And do you know what I did, Tush? I turned around and I said, I am so sorry, Eric. <laughs> And my, my brother was there at the oh time, wasn't he? Because he was visiting from Florida and he just looked, the way he just looked round at us as if oh, like, it was I horrible. can't believe you've just said that. And I thought that guy, I thought his I think veins, gonna stab I, thought, I thought his veins yeah. were going to explode in his eyes. You know, my he just looks so Eric. angry. My name's not Eric. Do you know why that was? Because you used to work for a guy called Eric who was he looked a, like him. A, a, in a cafe, didn't you? Yeah. Newquay, and he had a Brummie accent. And he looked like him. Yep. So, of course, when I kept looking at him, I thought, Eric, Eric, Eric. And yeah. no matter how many times Brian told me or how many times he would say, you know, uh, and even the other guests would say, you know, he's not called Eric, don't yeah. you, Liz? I said, oh, I know, I know. I can't, I, I'll call him Paul from now on. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. So I just want you to know that if, you know. Maybe next week I'll tell you the Dave story. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that. And also... While we're just here, before we say goodbye, can I just say thank you so much for the gorgeous emails and reviews that we've had. Yes. Right, we've had some really nice reviews. We have had some brilliant reviews both, and some lovely emails. Yeah, yeah, from lovely emails, both on the, the book, the reviews on the book and also on the podcast. So once again, thank you so much. When you get reviews on a podcast... It, it gets you seen more, doesn't it, Bri? Well, it does. And that's Pushes the thing. Pushes you up the charts. Yeah. And that's, you know, if, if you've got a friend or, you know, if you can subscribe to us or when, you know, we release a new podcast, you'll see that it's come out and, and, and pass it on to your friends, you know, yeah. just forward it in the app or however it is you do it to just forward. I love listening to these guys. Well, you no, know? you don't tell them what to say, Brian. No, but no. They can if say you, what they if, want. If you do it, it helps us. And it, it, does. it keeps us going, like, you yeah. know, because, you know, we're, we've, we've found out recently that we're in the two top top two percent of all podcasts in the Who'd world have thought that, Brian? Who'd, who'd have thought, thought that eh? hey? and we're trying to get up to the top 1.5 percent and then the one percent so you know it's, it's just it's our mission yeah, it's funny you mean you're quite different because you don't mind telling people when you meet people you're like oh hi we've got a podcast top two percent well when i found that up i was like <laughs> you're gonna hear this every day from me and the only way to shut me up is to get me into 1.5 percent so I could change it. So if you are listening to this podcast and you can find it in your heart just to go down to where you leave a review. I've told you before, if you're listening yeah. on... on um, head to the show and not, not the episode. Yeah. Head, to the, head to the show as in, you know, visit the show and then scroll down and you're at the bottom there is you can leave a review or yeah. a star rating for us. That I had to great. change the category. The other day I went on just to check because I never check these things. I never uh, check what, what's happening. Is just I know, so and I had to change the category because it said fitness and health. Uh, I'm like, what? Why? How did that get in there? How did we get in fitness and health? I know. I think I did it. I thought, oh, yeah, I was really? feeling did, fit at the time. Did you think you were going to talk about fitness <laughs> and health? <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us with this conversation today. I, I just love it. I absolutely love having you here. And I know as well how many podcasts there are out there. And the fact that you choose to listen to us just makes me feel flipping lovely. It really does. It makes me feel so grateful to know that you're with me and, and Brian just in on this conversation. So you have a wonderful week. Stay happy, keep smiling, and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, so don't forget, keep things real. Kia kaha, stay strong, and kia u, stay true. And that's true to yourself. And when I say keep things real, we're not AI, are we, Liz? No, we're not no. AI, Brian. We're no. real. We're real. Real as. <laughs> speak to you soon. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode. We have loved having you here. If you haven't yet bought a copy of my brand new book, The Travel Bog Diaries, then I would love you to go and grab yourself a copy. If you are a traveler, 
If you are a parent, if you are an aunt or an uncle or someone who just loves a really good laugh, then you will love the stories that are within my book. It's all about traveling the world as a family with very little money, far too many hormones and very, very little patience. It's honest, it's real and it's such a good laugh. You will absolutely love it. You can grab a copy of that book right now by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com. Go over to there. The page tells you where you can buy it from all over the world. I really, really appreciate you for doing that. You will love the book. And if you have already bought the Travel Bog Diaries, thank you. I appreciate you. Bri appreciates you. And if you have got time, if you've got a spare five minutes and would like to leave me a review, that would mean the world to me. You can do that by going to www.thetravelbogdiaries.com forward slash review. Just hop on there. It literally takes a few minutes, but it means the world to me. So thank you so much. Me and Bri love you. You're fabulous. Have a brilliant week and I'll speak to you soon.